So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. You guys, we just had Justin Sylvester from Ease Daily Pop on and we had the best time. We talked about everything that was going on from the Barbra Streisand, Michael Jackson thing to the college admission, Justin Bieber, all of that. And then we like booked a trip to Tel Aviv that we're all going on. So I hope you have as much fun listening as we did recording it. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Celebs. And today is a huge day for so many reasons. But first of all, we are so excited. We are here with Justin Sylvester. He is the Daily Pop co-host and host of E! News Just the Sip on YouTube. And he's here with us today. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited. And thank you for the Magnolia Bakery. Oh my God, of course. It's my favorite. (laughs) And I refuse to eat it in LA, only here. We had a feeling, we know how you are with the whole like fitness. We were like, he's on vacation technically. So. Oh, I'm about to manger <laughs> on all of these cupcakes in here. It's going to be insane. Amazing. Um, guys, this week, it's so fitting that Justin is here with us because this is one of the most content heavy weeks we've had in a while. I, I know. Girl, it's celebrities are really doing the most this month. Really doing the most. March has been crazy. And I have to say this white people have taken it over. <laughs> Between Robert Kraft and this college scam, yes, black folks messed up February, but y'all are taking March by storm. We really are. We really are. We really are. We couldn't. We couldn't not. You know, it's nuts. Y'all are like, okay, I'm gonna call your Jesse Smollett and raise you an R. Kelly. Robert Kraft's gonna get this rub and tug. Yes. Oh it's crazy. God. March 1st. No, it is. This is like when people say March Madison, like this, this is it. This is it. Yeah, I had no idea it was about basketball until the other day. <laughs> Um, where have you been living? <laughs> Do you not live in New York? <laughs> By the way, Black Twitter is loving March right now. Oh my God, it's a dream come true. They're I'm on Fuego. In. They're on Fuego right now. Black Twitter has never been stronger. Ever. There is so much. Literally, as we were walking in here, we had an outline set, and then we have to constantly readjust because things are happening. This morning, Julie and I were getting ready. We had a meeting, and that's when the whole Justin Bieber story broke, which we will talk about. Don't worry. But just everyone listening, if you're feeling at all overwhelmed as we are, just take a deep breath, and we're going to get through it all. Right? Your voice is so soothing. Isn't it? Oh God, Can I you. curse on this thing? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, let's do Oh, shit. It's about to get real. Okay, you can't do this on Daily Pop. No, I have like two shits a day. <laughs> like, and when I get to the second one, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going too crazy. <laughs> It's like a PG-13 movie where you can only say the F word once. Right. You can only say it once, but you can't even say the F word. You get in trouble for the F word. I know. Right. Okay, so we'll hear whatever you want. I'm ready. Anything goes. Mm -hmm. We are ready. Okay, guys. First story of the week, we are going to talk about this whole Barbara Streisand scandal, which, Julie, you're going to have to kind of help me intro this one because there's a lot. Basically, this what we're talking about is her comments about the whole Michael Jackson saga. So 
Streisand had made comments to the Times in the UK saying that she believes Wade Robson and James Safechuck, um, those were the men who alleged in the HBO documentary Leaving Neverland, that they were abused by Jackson as children. Then she wanted to say, and I quote, his sexual needs were his sexual needs, coming from whatever childhood he has or whatever DNA he has. You can say, quote, molested, but those children, as you heard them say, they were thrilled to be there. I can't even believe I'm reading this as I read it. They both married and they both have children, so it didn't kill them. <laughs> okay. So, like, everyone freaks the fuck out, basically. <laughs> freaks out? Barbara must have been on so much Chardonnay, I, it was not even funny. I, I just can't really fathom in my head what got her to say that, but okay, let's keep going. So then— after everyone freaks out, she releases a statement that says, quote, To be crystal clear, there is no situation or circumstance where it's okay for the innocence of children to be taken advantage of by anyone. Quote, The stories these two young men shared were painful to hear, and I feel nothing but sympathy for them. The single most important role of being a parent is to protect their children. It's clear that the parents of the two young men were also victimized and seduced by fame and fantasy. Dude. Babs. So Barb, the first statement was Barbara's own words. The second was the PR firm that she hired to clean this mess up. Exactly. The problem with Barbara Streisand is she's a legend. And Barbara lived in a time where when you were a legend, you said things and a journalist and a publicist got together and made you look like the creme de la creme. Right. Because you were a legend. Now you say something in America and we will post it, we will tweet it, we will share it within a matter of seconds. There's no time for your publicist to clean things up. Exactly. And I feel like for Barbara, she didn't realize that we live out the time where people would protect her back in the day. Right, right. And she's also of that, and I could be wrong. I have uncles that are Barbara's age. They're in such denial that somebody like Michael Jackson, someone they looked up to, someone mm -hmm. they danced to at their weddings and their birthday parties, could actually do something like this. Completely. I think that that's what it is. We see that we were talking about that a lot. The older generation is having a much harder time with it, I think, from our experience. I think my mom had a harder time accepting that Barbara said that than that Michael Jackson did it. <laughs> did it? Like, Michael Jackson did it. She was fine. But then she was like, Do you think Barbara was misquoted? I'm like, <laughs> I don't see no. any way in which that's possible. <laughs> Barbara literally, I'm telling y'all, she must have went to happy hour at Nobu because she lives right there in Malibu. She must have had a jug of wine and then said whatever she wanted to say. I, I, absolutely. Just to, so, keep you guys up to date. She then released another statement on Instagram apologizing, and she says, and I quote, I am profoundly sorry for any pain or misunderstanding I caused by not choosing my words more carefully about Michael Jackson and his victims, because the words as printed do not reflect my true feelings. I didn't mean to dismiss the trauma these boys experienced in any way. I feel deep remorse and hope James and Wade know that I truly respect and admire them for speaking their truth. Don't Ooh. you find it funny? Did you guys watch the R. Kelly six-part situation? Yeah, of course. The day after the R. Kelly six-part situation, every celebrity was tweeting, was on social media, talking about how terrible, mute R. Kelly, X, Y, and Z. And then the Michael Jackson thing came out, and it was crickets on social media. It really was. It was. No Everyone was waiting for someone else to say it because they didn't want to be the first to say it. 100%. And then Barbara comes out of left field in the opposite <laughs> direction. <laughs> My favorite thing was, I was looking at all the articles of of like how they were reporting the Barbara Streisand thing before her statement came out. And Fox News, the headline on the article was, Barbara Streisand says she believes the two victims. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> that is so funny. Was, Barbara Streisand went there, and I just love that like, because no one's going to tell Barbara no. Like, you know there wasn't a publicist on the side of there being like, 
Like, shut it, Barbara. Shut it down. <laughs> no. Because Barbara Streisand doesn't do anything like this. So I'm still in shock that she had to talk because she's at the point in her career where you don't have to say shit. Exactly. You can coast through life. You've been through it, honey. Exactly. You've been through the Brolin drama. You've been through, you know, albums on albums on albums. You could do whatever you want except this. Right. Literally. Except, Literally except. anything except it since she chose the one thing. It is beyond me. I, I think that our reaction, sometimes we freak out over things and then we look at each other and we're like, wow, we're so dramatic. This is completely warranted. I can't believe, not even, I can't believe that those words came out of her mouth. I can't believe she had that thought in the first place. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but you know, it's like, the, I call it the Quincy Jones era of your life. You remember when Quincy Jones like turned 75 and he was like, I'm going to talk shit on everybody. Because <laughs> they don't care. They're at but, the point yeah. where like, it's like, what are you going to do? You going to sue me? You going to take all my albums back? Right. She's at the point where she's kind of sort of like, I don't want to say that senile auntie who just says whatever comes to her mind, but that's senile auntie <laughs> who says whatever comes to her I mind. I can't wait to be 75. I know. I feel like I've been filtering myself my whole life. You can say whatever you want. You really you. can. You can say whatever. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like my memory is not what it used to be. Boom. 50 more years, Julie. We oh. can do it. <laughs> just Did you read together. all the Jenny McCarthy comments about Barbara Walters? How she was like a savage on The View. No, yes, I didn't. Okay, girl, there's Tell this me. book coming out. It's called The Last Punch, I think it's called. And it's like this this book by this author, like the new age Kit Kelly, who's going to write this book about what The View was actually like behind the, behind the scenes. Oh, and wow. Jenny McCarthy said it was like Survivor. So the first time she went on this, on To The View, she said that she was pushing a book about autism and how her son, she thought that when he got, she got him vaccinated, it led to his autism. Right. And Barbara Walters was pissed. So Barbara said in front of Jenny, don't have her walk out. It's going to prompt people to clap, and I don't want that. Have her sitting in right here, and you're going to have a close-up on me, and then we'll pan out. Because oh. she didn't want anyone to clap. Barbara was a <gasps> savage. Can oh. I say, I don't blame her. I would have done the same thing. Oh, my God. That is. But I would do the same thing, but I wouldn't tell her in front of her. Like, I wouldn't let her find out that I was saying that. Or she said that Barbara, at the end of her days on The View, would go check out Jenny McCarthy's outfit and be like, you need to change. This is a daytime TV. And then Jenny McCarthy would change. Barbara would have somebody go and buy the outfit in her style, in her size, and wear the same outfit. That is, wait, why did I not read wait, this? Yeah, I don't know why you didn't that, either. I didn't hear that part, but that's She's like the 85-year-old Rihanna. She's yeah. the savage of the year. <laughs> wait, that's the best thing yeah, I've I ever Yeah, I always heard. loved Barbara Walters. Yeah, but I didn't expect that. Savage. But oh, then my God. Whoopi Goldberg was more savage to Barbara Walters than Barbara Walters was Could to Jenny McCarthy. Be. It's the most insane read. It's Vulture magazine. You guys need to get oh, it. Oh, I, I already am reading it. Yes, absolutely. Did you see the tweet today that Meghan McCain had that somebody tweeted about her and said, hold on, I have to pull it up. It's very it funny. You were at my wedding? Yeah. Yes. So good. She was like, this woman's like, what is the view? It's like the most disgusting show. And, and Meghan McCain was, you were at my wedding. Was, Denise, you were at my <laughs> Denise, wedding. Denise, you were at my wedding. I'm saying that to everyone now. I know. Have you been married? No, but <laughs> I'm getting married for the sake of saying. <laughs> yes. um, okay, so to cover, finish the Michael Jackson cover. So also, Diana Ross tweeted in support of, or seemingly in support of Michael, saying, this is what's on my heart this morning. I believe and trust that Michael Jackson was and is a magnificent, incredible force to me and many others. And then in all capitals, stop in the name of love. Again, Diana Ross doesn't really get too much. <laughs> but she kept it vague. She did. It yeah. wasn't. She kept it vague. She kept it open. She could have been talking about stop talking crap about him or stop talking about the subject in general. She kept it very vague. No, absolutely. And if you're going to do it, I guess that's the way to do it as opposed to. 100%. Right? Yeah. No, totally. That's why I kept it as vague as possible on this Justice Smollett thing. And I knew it was going to make a right hand turn at some point. Right. And look what at it What is going on? 
It's crazy, right? Can we yeah. get into that? Yeah, you want to take that? You want to do that one next? Do you want to take the lead on that? Because I feel like you're excited to go. <laughs> I am just. Everybody is. I've gotten so many text messages from work today. You have no idea. Like literally, oh my, my phone God. is blowing up because I said weeks ago when it wasn't popular to say when everyone was saying he did it. I told everyone live on air. We haven't heard the full story. The Chicago PD has a side. Jussie Smollett has a side. It's got to be somewhere in the middle. Because I can't imagine that someone would actually sit in a room and fabricate this. Yeah. I'm still a little confused, though. Because the, I feel like we're still missing a huge piece well, of Well, hold on. For anybody puzzle. listening that isn't fully clear on what we're talking about, let's let's break it down for them. What happened over the last 24 hours that is making us <clears> speculate? <throat> Which one of you wants to take the reins on that? Um, I will. Yeah. Do you want to? Go right ahead. So... The whole Jesse Smollett thing had happened. If you're caught up to date, you know that he was charged with 16 counts, I believe, of lying to police about making a false police claim about his alleged hate crime attack. This morning, the charges, all of the charges were dropped against him. And he released a statement saying that, you know, he's so happy that the charges were dropped. He he never you know, lied, everything he said had been the truth from the beginning, and Chicago PD dropped the charges. I feel like we still didn't get the piece of the puzzle. It's like, okay, what at this point made Chicago PD drop those charges? That's the thing. Because if they had enough evidence against Justice Milet to corroborate what had happened, they would have kept the charges against him. By the way, I can't even plan a booty call <laughs> with that much detail. And that's only two people. I can't even orchestrate a booty call with that much detail. So for this guy to plan this whole thing out, and if you're a police department and you charge somebody, you don't just drop the charges out of nowhere. But I feel like they got gung-ho with the information they were given to the press, and it just got out of hand. And I don't think they had enough evidence to corroborate what they were actually putting out there. So my question is, do you think that he 100% didn't orchestrate it, or you just think that the Chicago PD didn't have enough evidence to make it stick? Because there's a difference. <laughs> Sometimes we get excited about something. You get in the moment and you're like, you know, this happened to me. And then you wait a few days and it's like, oh, maybe it happened this way. But right. it still happened. There was an attack, I believe. I believe he didn't know who attacked him. I still believe that part. The Down to the other details, I don't know. But at this point, I don't need to know because guess what? If Chicago PD doesn't know enough to at least charge him with one of the 16 counts right. of whatever he was being charged with... That means that even they didn't have enough evidence. No, totally. Right. Absolutely. This story still continues to blow my mind. The whole thing of it, just from start to finish, the way that everybody responded to it, the way that he, the whole thing is just, it's wild to me. It really is. But let is. me ask you a question. You know celebrity. You've seen these people go in and out of these yeah. situations. Do you guys think he'll ever recover from this? Uh, let me tell you something. Jordan Woods has never looked better. But, so. oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Jordan Woods has never looked better. But... Jordan Woods also, the problem what happened with Jordan Woods was she went in, yes, she did mess up, but everybody was 21 years old at some point. Yeah. Everyone did some totally. stupid thought-ass shit that they shouldn't have ever gotten themselves in, went the wrong place at the wrong time, and didn't remove themselves. I think that she just, every, a lot of people just, you know, said, you know what, I've been there. Yeah. I've been that girl. Right. And no, you know? most people have not been this in this, in this, yeah. In this Jussie yes, Smollett situation. I think if Jussie can switch the narrative to that he was truly the victim in this and like 
everyone can get on board with that, then not only can he come back from his career, but he can have a hell of a career playing that card. If he can't recover it and nobody can get on board and and they have this mentality that I think most people have that's just, okay, Chicago PD just didn't have enough evidence to charge it, doesn't mean he didn't do it, then no, he won't be able to recover. It, it depends, because do I think? don't know. You're what do you think? Bit. What do you think? Hollywood is run by men, and I'm a man, and the hardest thing to say to yourself is, I was wrong. In the court of public opinion, I feel really bad for him because all these celebrities came out to support him. And then two weeks later, when all this whole thing came out, that he might have faked it, everyone took their post down and everyone turned their backs on him. And I felt really terrible for him because when celebrities jump on a bandwagon and then all of a sudden they turn your backs on them, people follow suit because celebrities have that much power. Right. Yeah. And I feel like the fact that everybody turned their backs on him, it kind of messed him up in the court of public opinion. And I don't know if he'll ever be able to recover. I really don't know. I'll tell you one thing. I don't know either in terms of when I say recover, I don't know if his career could go back to what it was or in the same light. But in terms of his fame, I definitely think there's something there because I think people, at the very least, they're fascinated. So maybe his career wouldn't be in the direction he wanted to, but there's a there's more to this. Like he could really come out and He I could write know. a hell of a tell-all book. He can write the hell of a tell-all book, but the problem is you got Aunt Becky about to go in front of the Supreme Court. So that story is going to trump I know. this story. No one even talked about it this morning. I know. You remember Justice Smollett in February? Everybody was talking about it. There was video of him going into like the courthouse. Today, he probably went to Starbucks by himself, didn't even have a pop around him <laughs> because people are concerned with other things going on, like Jessica Simpson's feet. Yeah. <laughs> they're finally back down to yeah, normal. Exactly. Yeah. I'm scared so they're never going to go back. <laughs> she had the kid for everybody curious. He was like 10 pounds, 6 ounces or something insane like that. 10 uh, pounds, 13, 13 ounces. ounces. Yeah. It's a big ass baby. It's a big ass baby. By Not the, that anybody was surprised. I hired but. a surrogate for the future oh. when I found out how much that baby weighed. By the way, I will take all the money I need for a vaginal rejuvenation out of my kids' trust fund. Yeah. I'm Hell yeah. You're 10 it. pounds? You're not going to oh, college. Yeah. Not, not going to college. a chance. You are not going to brown, boo. <laughs> Better go to SMC right here down the street. It's, it's crazy that that Aunt Becky birthed her child vaginally and still paid $500,000 for her to get to college. Right? <laughs> Like the first day of community college, Jessica Simpson's kids, they're like, what brings you here? She's like, listen, I was 10 pounds. My mom said, fuck it. <laughs> I ruined my, my parents' sex life. <laughs> I had to go to community college. It's always like, but by the way, you can always tell what kid ruined that vet, that vagine because it's like always the one that gets like less. Like one sister gets married at like the Plaza Hotel. Right. The other one gets married in Kmart. <laughs> like you can always tell. Like you're oh. driving a Honda Accord. Oh, you were the one. <laughs> That is amazing. Um, Okay, moving on now. So initially, the story that we had written down was that Haley and Justin buy this $8.5 million house in L.A. and apparently put the wedding on hold. So the sources say that they're waiting to have their big day because Justin still doesn't feel 100%. um, And he wants to really be excited about the wedding. And right now, he's focused on his mental health. Totally fair. That was the story we were about to talk about. Also, how, you know, Haley— with the whole, she came out with this Cosmo article basically saying that she's sick and tired of his fans being so possessive, which we've always talked about, like Julie and I, that must be exhausting. And I Terrible. think it's like before you even meet the guy, people are already pissed at you. Anyway, literally this morning, Julie and I are getting ready and the Justin Bieber comment breaks. So I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to explain what happened. Basically, last night, Justin posts a picture of Haley. Which, I have to say, I'm sure you've been tuned into this also. He's been, like, really posting a lot more behind the scenes of them. And I live for it. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm dying over Obsessed, it. right? Dying. Julie and I have this game called, like, it's not really a game. It's just a thing that we say all the time. Like, celebrity sex tapes we die to see would die. 
wait. <laughs> As I'm holding this with two hands. Yeah, I know. I'm. Did you see the photo of him um, in Mexico, butt naked? Yeah, of course. The I Canadian beef. I don't want to talk about it. I don't. I know the original picture. The original picture. Oh, I never. I keep it at the top but, of my phone. Wait, wait, wait. I waited one second for you. Wait, I'm gonna give y'all a chance to Google this right now before I start talking about it. Because the only other photo that's just as good is as um, Orlando, Orlando Bloom, Bloom on course, the paddleboard. I was never a Justin Bieber fan. Like I liked his music. I loved to see him in concert. He was bomb. I wasn't like a diehard until I saw that Canadian beat. <laughs> It was epic that this, and it's always the short, skinny ones that always surprise you. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you'll go home with the 6'4 football player and you'll be like, oh, that's a shame. I know. <laughs> and then you'll go home with like David Spade and they'll be like down to his knee and you're like, what the hell? That's the Fuck. funniest fucking thing ever. And no, the Bieber you know, one true. is, of course. Of course, it's spot you know, on. Of course. By the way, the best lover I've ever had was a short little Jewish man from New York hey. who I had no swag at all and surprised the hell out of me. Listen, they do it all the time. We know right? them all. Yep. We know them we well. Know them all. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I will take a dip in a mikvah tomorrow. <laughs> she will be at Temple Emmanuel with an Hermes keeper talking about my cousin is Rosh Hashanah and I'm going to bring her ass to this temple. I was ready to go. I was going to talk to the rabbi the next day. <laughs> no, no. I was like, Rabbi Shul, can I just come in? I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Girl. I actually have tears. Bitch, That's I would have been at Breakfast. I would have hosted Breakfast. Oh, my. My ass would have been kosher in two <laughs> seconds. I was so oh surprised. Oh, my God. Oh, my That's God. That's the wow. funniest thing anyone's ever said ever. I didn't know. I, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a thing. It's a little it's underrated. A it is underrated. What? Real estate and sex. They, they, they're good at it, I have to say. I was like, you could do my contracts and throw it down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a fucking day to be alive. I, I will know. cook a lamb chop right now. <laughs> I, duh, I will pass the carpus. I've been <laughs> studying this shit for two years. I'm ready to go. He's really about to dominate. This is oh, the best thing Oh, my ever. God. My dad would love you. I, do you have a gay brother? No, I wish. Get out of here. <laughs> Before Justin was at Shabbat, this is what we were saying, that so he posts this picture of Haley in bed looking stunning in this like diamond encrusted G-string, whatever. She's just beyond. I can't. I die for them. And this fan account, or I guess troll account called Jaylee is a joke, obviously a Selena stan, writes, you are not in love with Haley. You only married her to get back at Selena. Mm. Plus Haley sleeps with men like Shawn Mendes for fame and she's racist. Mm. Which like, Jesus, I mean, left and right. So Justin, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's really long and I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. But he basically comes back and is like, this is ridiculous. You should be ashamed of yourself. Um, You're so immature. Like, I love Haley. She's my bride. This obviously isn't supporting me. Probably the most interesting thing he said was that I absolutely loved and love Selena. She will always hold a place in my heart. But I am head over heels in love with my wife and she is absolutely the best thing that has ever happened to me, period. The fact that he even responded to that and brought up Selena is a big deal. It's a huge huge fucking deal. Let me tell you something when this happened. Julie was sitting on the couch literally next to me. I was getting my makeup done, so I couldn't text. I stopped the whole operation. I was like, hold on. Pause the eyelashes. This is major. Going through the comment was so big that we oh, couldn't you even. Oh, the eyelash. I paused the Ooh. fucking eyelash. We also got. We also got into like a little bit of we a fight. We got into a little bit of fight because I didn't think she was doing it fast enough until I looked at the comment and I saw. It, was, it wasn't even that. She's like, "Do, do you want me to format it because I'm better?" I was like, "It's not a matter of being better." I was like, "You usually have a specific way you want to format it, and you didn't tell me which way." <laughs> we did it as a side by side, which if you guys have been following the account for a long time, you know when we do a side by side, it's a long fucking comment. We never do side by sides, so this was a long one. 
but that's gold. And then he posted it on his story and said, like, basically, if you love me, you'll repost this. I want everyone to see it. We're like, we fucking love you. Here we go. <laughs> I love the new him. By the way, I may bring you back a little bit to Justin Let's Bieber go back, days. Yeah. When Justin Bieber was on that last tour and he was, he, was, he was losing it. Yeah. And everyone thought, oh, he's on drugs. He's on this. Justin Bieber's camp, I feel like, didn't let him really express what was really going on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of celebrities these days feel open to express when they're going through depression, when they're having anxiety. But And when you don't express that, what happens is the media starts to perpetuate the story that's not true. He's on drugs. He's a brat. He's this. No, this man has just had a camera shoved in his face since he was 13 years old, and he's going through it. Yeah. Because guess what? At 21 years old, we were all going through it. And if there was a camera in my face, I'd probably be in jail. Exactly. I remember Literally. this on me. Yeah, exactly. We, we always say this. We have such a level of empathy for him. For what, Like, none of us can relate. None of us can relate to what he went through. No. I just, it's so unfair to judge him. And I think some people are like, oh, like, you have everything in the world. Come on. And we're like, you don't even fucking know. Right? Yeah. And I just feel bad for Haley Baldwin in the sense that obviously he loves this woman and she is his wife. But just like Brad Pitt, everybody is going to want him to be with Jennifer Aniston. Everybody's going to want him to go back to Selena. So no matter who he moves on with, granted, Angelina Jolie did some fucked up shit, but I still don't blame her because (laughs) I feel like you can't take a man who doesn't want to be taken. This ain't Liam Neeson. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just can't take somebody. That man's got to want to go with you. Yeah. But I just feel like no matter who Brad Pitt moves on with, people are still going to want him to be with Jennifer Aniston. And then vice versa for her. Absolutely. It's kind of crazy that people, sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. It's kind of crazy that people like looked at this kid who dated this girl when he was 16 and was like, they belong together. I can't imagine what He was 16. Right? Imagine if you were in high school and everyone was like, how dare you break up with your high school boyfriend? It's like, are you kidding? Right? And I'm surprised, to be completely honest, 100% transparent, I'm surprised that she went back. Yeah. Like, I thought after he did what he did to Haley, like, she was going to be like, never again, honey. Because, you know, he had those moments with all those Kardashian Bass's girls. Yeah. You know, all the girls who live in Hidden Hills got a little piece of him, honey. <laughs> yeah. And Sophia Richie was really trying to get that ring. Oh. I can't believe I missed out on that time. Oh! <laughs> First of all, I can. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can. Just, just like, in my own head. But also, okay, but <laughs> if I could have capitalized on the in-between Haley and and yeah, Selena phase. Yes, yeah, in a hypothetical. You would have did it. I would have did it with her eyes fucking closed. Oh my god! I think second. he's so fine. Yeah, he it. He I, but I, I like that was my like obsession since I was thirteen. Like I went to the first show of the first tour he ever did and bawled my eyes out. I think it was the last time I cried. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that was three weeks ago. <laughs> I, Literally. I. Uh, yeah, no, I never had that phase like she had. It's only recently that I'm like, damn, he like can get it. You saw the picture. Of course I saw the picture. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's when she changed. Yeah, that's right? when changed. Same with, but by the way, Orlando Bloom for me was always the one. And then when Katy Perry went on that podcast and was like, he's the number one, like the top three lovers, I was like, okay. And then the paddleboard, I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, you know what? That's one. When we had our episode with Katie Kirk, she brought up Orlando on the paddleboard, and I was like, "If Katie Kirk is bringing up Orlando, that's when you know." Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Of course, you have. Oh, seen no, it? I've, I've, please. Yeah, of course. I've seen everything that's ever been on the internet. Yeah. I, I get concerned about you sometimes. <laughs> when Katie Kirk brought up the paddleboard, I was like, "Oh, Katie Kirk has gay friends around her. <laughs> like, there is a gay man in your life that loves you enough to show to you show exactly what's going on. Like, y'all are comfortable with one another." Right. Because like Kyle Richards would be like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Girl." Sit your ass down. Yes. Let me show you this. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. We all need that. I mean, it's really true. We all need that gay man to keep you abreast about what's going on in pop culture, who has a dick pic out, who's the best dick pic. Exactly. No, all of those things, of course, Mm -hmm. naturally. Um, Anyway, so that is what happened this morning, which I'm sure you all are aware of, but we just wanted to break it down because it's pretty huge news. Like, anytime a celebrity, but specifically Justin, like, to me, this is like, if you said to our account, like, what is the biggest story we could, not that we broke the story, but what's the biggest story we could potentially break? Like, in a hypothetical world where he posted that comment, we got the screenshot, and then it was deleted, mm-hmm. right? In, like, a dream world, right? And then it was it was all our credit. Justin Bieber writing a massive paragraph, like, just wrap your heads around that, on Instagram, defending his relationship with Haley Baldwin and talking about his love for Selena. Oh, my God. I just, like, this is pop culture heaven. And, you know, mm-hmm. she was like, delete that. Yeah. She was yeah. like this. Delete it. Well, the most underrated part of that also is that, like, there's the whole speculation now that she's pregnant because he wrote in it and was like, I want to be the best father father I can be. I mean, if she's not, why even mention it? Right? She's, I don't think she is, but I just. mm -mm, She ain't pregnant for sure. Let me ask you a question. Now that the news has come out that he wants to wait to get married, are you concerned? No. No. Concern in what sense? About their relationship or about like, the Like, if you were Haley, would you be like, oh, shit, like, oh. No, I, I don't, honestly, honest to God, I don't think, I think she's thrilled with that. Like, I think that she recognizes how in it he is and, like, how he needs to go through this process. She's, like, very, from what I understand, she's, one, really super religious and, and everything, and she's also kind of, I want to say relatively clear-headed, considering. I think that she gets it. Like I, I don't think I think she feels secure enough with their relationship to understand that he's going through it, and maybe that's just me putting on a pedestal. But I do feel that way. No, I agree. I think she is. I met her randomly a few times, and she is so humble, so nice. She comes in with this energy that she doesn't realize how hot she is. Like she doesn't know that she's a hot Baldwin. And it's so refreshing because if I looked like Haley Baldwin Bieber, I'd be a bitch. Yeah, I I'd know. be the biggest. Oh my bitch god! Yeah, in the world. ever. If I look like Kendall Jenner, honey, you couldn't even touch yeah. me. Literally, no, do not look in my direction. Oh, I know. I know. I would be a mess. The no. CDC yeah. would shut me down. No. <laughs> I would be everywhere. Honey. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. And she, I met her also at a Knicks game once, and I completely echo what you just said. Yeah, but she is a lot like, the Kardashians are really funny because you can tell how somebody's going to be by how their parents are. And if you've ever met Kris Jenner, although she has so many diamonds on her on her fingers. The earrings on her ears could like buy you a home plus some. <laughs> and the Birkin bag like <laughs> on her wrist could literally buy and sell you four times over. She is the most nicest down-to-earth person who just wants to have a good time and wants you to have a good time. Like she is one of those people. So that's like a trickle-down effect. Her totally. tears are exactly the same. Yeah. I, well, first of all, you know how hard we go for the Kardashians. We adore the them. Like beyond, and it's so nice to hear you. She says, "Like, if you ever met Kris Jenner, as if like, yeah, I was like, uh, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> we forget. It's like, I, I missed my like breakfast with her the other day. Yeah, they're I was amazing. supposed to. Chris and I share a best friend, Faye Resnick. Faye Resnick's one yeah. of my closest friends in the world. So we oftentimes cross paths. You know, just an Aspen over President's Day weekend. We had dinner next to each other, and she couldn't be more lovely and very consistent with it. Like, it, it, it is who she is. It makes us really happy to say that, one, because we felt that way, but also because I don't believe, I know that in business you have to be, like, in a lot of ways, you have to have that businesswoman attitude, which she totally does. But I don't believe that they could have been as successful as they are if she didn't have that, at least a certain level of kindness to everyone. She, I think that she is the same thing like my mom used to have, where, like, she really makes people feel... <clears throat> 
special. Everybody that she interacts with, that's a quality. I was, yeah. I, I, I almost said when he was describing, I was like, oh, that's your mom. Yeah, yeah. she's like Tom Cruise. Like, have you ever met Tom Cruise? <laughs> Again. He makes Again. everyone <laughs> feel like you're the only person that matters in the world for this three minutes that you get to interview me. Right. He looks right at you, and I think that's why a lot of people think Tom Cruise is gay. I do not think Tom Cruise is gay. I think he's engaging, and I think he will give men and women the same amount of presence. And like that Tom Cruise like glamour that you need. Yes. And I think for Chris Jenner, you're absolutely right. I feel like she has that like business mentality from 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 2 p.m. when she's closing deals. And then when happy hour starts, it's time to have some fun. Right. You right. know what I mean? And what a way to be. Oh my God. What, what a, a way, way to, to be. be. Absolutely. I've always said about the Kardashians, you've heard so many things about them, but you've never heard that they're like mean to work with. No. Never, never, never. I don't think they're ever mean to work with. And I think what happens is because I was I worked behind closed doors with Kyle Richards for five years yes, on Real Housewives. That's what we know. And it's always the people in reality TV that hide things that end up being the worst people because it starts to come out. Uh-huh. You No matter what, it starts to come out. You can only cover it up. And with the Kardashians and with Kyle, they put everything out there. Right. Like they put it on the table. They're going to deal with it in front of the camera and you're going to see it as well as us. Yeah. So that's how they do it. Totally. There, and there's a lot of... Not everybody can be so transparent. I mean, I think that as the public, we really appreciate that. Totally. Honey, I've seen Courtney's hoo-ha twice. Oh. She's had two kids on the show. <laughs> they are transparent. Exactly. It doesn't get more. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a short break to tell you guys about Third Love. You've heard us talk about it before. So basically, Third Love is this amazing bra company. They use data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Okay. I'm going to call spade a spade as I have done every other time, but I'm going to continue to say, I don't wear bras. It's not my thing. I love free the nipple. I'm all about it. When we got this, I was really excited to try it because I'm always willing to experiment with new bras. We filled out the quiz online, which you'll do. You write like your size, your shape, all that type of stuff. And then they come to your house. (laughs) These bras came to my house. I was a skeptic. I tried it. No joke. Julie's nodding. I loved it. No, they're literally amazing. The difference between you and I is that I wore it when I had to wear it. Like, I still will always go braless. But if I have to, this is the bra that I wear now. <laughs> By the way, I have to. Yeah, Julie has, <laughs> Julie has to. So she's worn this. She's wearing it right now. No joke. Didn't even know we were doing the ad today. It's wearing it right now. And you got so excited when I said I was wearing it yeah, today. <laughs> like, when we were at the apartment. Because it's just, I, it's rare for me to find something that I like in the bra world. And I did. Um, they have more sizes than other brands. There's super convenience. You skip the trip. You don't have to go to the store. You can fill it out online. It comes. Um, so the Fit Finder quiz, over 12 million women have taken it. It's like fun to take. It takes less than a minute. Um, it's important. Everybody's shape is different, whether it's symmetrical or not or this or that. You, you can find all of that. Um, there's a 100% fit guarantee. So every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And third level, wash it and donate it to a woman in need, which is great. Um, they have a team of expert fit styles that are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. And then the comfort and quality. It's just really comfortable. Um, the straps don't slip. There's the tagless labels. It's just, it's a good buy, honest. Um, so listen, Thurs Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash celebs now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash celebs for 15% off today. Take the quiz, get the bra, see what you think. And if you like it, tell us about it because like this is my favorite success story personally. <laughs> Julie's nodding. Okay, next story, guys. There's so many stories I'm freaking out. Okay, I just want to touch on this whole Dr. Dre thing uh, just to clear it up. So Dr. Dre posts an Instagram um, about his daughter getting into USC. It's a picture of him and his daughter with her acceptance letter. And it says, 
got into USC all on her own. No jail time for me with an exclamation point. And P. Diddy commented. And we posted it. Uh, I'm going to be dead honest with you. When we posted that, I don't know if you know, I didn't know that he had donated $70 million to USC. Like, I forgot. I knew it in the past, but I think I just it slipped my mind in that That's moment. That's funny. He forgot as well. <laughs> Apparently, that $70 million skipped his mind. I'm, okay, just to update everyone, he did delete the post. But what the hell? Well, here's the thing. It's like, everyone was like, you donated $70 million. Of course your kid got it. And like, first of all, if you donate $70 million, your kid better get it. 100%. It would be fucking ridiculous if she did it. But don't go on Instagram and flex that she got in all on her own when you donated $70 million. But that's when you know you're rich. Yeah. Like when you forget about the $70 million, you just <laughs> let somebody hold for a building in your name. Like, bitch, if I let you borrow 70 bucks in 2012, guess what? I'm going to bring it up in 2019 when I see you again. Exactly. Like, you remember that $70 I let you hold? <laughs> I was so proud that, like, there were no black people involved in the college scam. Like, I kept on saying it. There were no black people harmed in the college scam. I was so excited about it. And although Dr. Dre isn't legally part of the the college scam, because he did legally donate the money to USC, it just kind of puts a damper on my parade that I was, like, you know— <laughs> loving that black people were out of March. No, no, I know. I mean, it, it's it's just the way that it happened. Like it was to, so to do it funny. fine. Listen, everybody donates, whatever. But oh my god, that, I I'll never be over it. I'll never be over it. I, I just won't. I had forgotten about it when I posted. And as soon as somebody said like seventy million dollars, I was like, oh my god, him and Jimmy Ivan have a fucking not even a building, like a whole music business program at the school, a department. But let me tell you something that would have been worse. If she got rejected, <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been a story. <laughs> By the way, if I was Dr. Dre and my daughter got fucking rejected from USC after I paid $70 million, I'm going to call every cousin that I have in my Rolodex. I'm going to pick you motherfuckers up, and we're going to break this building down <laughs> brick by brick. Oh, we are not leaving until this looks like War of the World. Absolutely. Like, this is—we are going on. Yeah, forget about it. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, no, that, that was wild. Um, $70 million? So, Yeah, you're so right. That's how rich you are. Where'd you guys go to college? It. We both went to Syracuse. Syracuse. Were your parents freaking out when this came out? <laughs> no. Actually, not even a little bit. Was your mom not like, listen, <laughs> we need to have a talk. Dad's going to jail. <laughs> Could you imagine? We, there was a funny tweet. It was like, thank God my mom didn't love me. Enough. It was yeah, like, thank, thank God. My parents didn't First love me. First of all, enough, do so. you think my parents would have paid money for me to go to Syracuse? If they were going to pay money, it would have been a better school than Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That was we always. That's when it first happened. I wasn't even in Newhouse. Please, <laughs> I was a psych major. <laughs> the whole thing is just absolutely out of control. Um, but yes, yeah, so he deleted that, and I, I don't know what's, what's going to happen from there. I mean, the one the one saving grace is he was. Yeah, if he if he didn't say she got in all on her own, if he just said my daughter's in USC, no jail time, that actually would have been valid because it's true he didn't do anything technically illegal. It would have been he was, funny. He was celebrate exactly. He was celebrating the no jail time. The thing that really did him in was writing all on her own. Yes. Which I'm sure she is a hardworking yes, student no and does no great. I'm not trying to mix. She may be a 4.0. Who, what the fuck do we know? But by the way, you know Twitter, Black Twitter loves a receipt. So Black Twitter went back and they found her like a year or two ago where the daughter tweeted, my dad's pushing me to go to USC. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm like, girl, you gotta, you gotta, you can't Kevin Hart this. You gotta delete that uh, Twitter. Oh God. That was, that was like uh, when Olivia, when it came out with Olivia Jade and then all the videos came out about her saying, I fu- you know, I fucking hate school, all this stuff. It's like, 
Where, what was happening here? Like, right? But by the way, who loved school at 18? Yeah. Like, no one. No one liked no it. No one. She didn't even want to go. She wanted to go, but who wanted to go to college? Bitch, I wanted to go to Israel. <laughs> I met a dude from Tel Aviv. I wanted to go to Israel. I didn't know what I was going for. I lied and said I wanted to go work on the wall. There's nothing going on on the wall. <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait. I was like trying to find an excuse to go meet this dude in Israel. And I was going to spend a year there and I was going to join the army, apparently, allegedly. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't want to go to college at 18. No one wants to, like, go to college. This is, wait, I'm sorry. We have to just pause on that for a second. Who's that? What is that's amazing? Girl, what I met this dude in LA. It was my first time visiting LA. I went to this club called Cherry Pop that was like, it went off. But I'm from South Louisiana. Right. So when I came to LA, I had never seen men look like this. Yeah. Like, yeah, Israeli men are yeah. unbelievable. I did a semester in Tel Aviv. Yeah. yeah. And you got your life. Yeah, it was amazing. You got I your, mean, they're they're like, but you know. <laughs> they're rough. They're kind of like short. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, shut the fuck up all the time. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the hottest thing that ever happened to well, me. Well, let me tell you something. So obviously when you're Jewish, you can go on birthright. And about day six of the trip, the soldiers come on. And I will never forget. I literally will never forget. <laughs> He's taking his headphones off. He's out. What? Let me tell you something. I will never forget sitting on that bus. And the soldiers walked in and I turned to my friend. I grabbed her and I said, let me tell you something. I said, one of us is about to get kicked off for fucking on this bus. Because, <laughs> oh my God. You're lucky that I was not your friend in high school because I would have been like, bitch, you can sneak out this bus. I will cover for you. And you're going to get your life and you're going to come back and like oh tell me everything. God. All I want is for the three of us to go to Tel Aviv. Now can, I can't stop picturing First it. First of all, we're going. So if, it's just yeah, decided. I'm telling you right now. If we go to Tel Aviv, <laughs> I'm down. I will go to Gay Pride Tel Aviv with you. We will host a thing from Gay Pride Tel Aviv. Yes. Oh my god! You guys will be my stands. We can go. But I'm telling you right now, if I go missing and I send you a pigeon <laughs> that says "Do not call Liam Neeson," whatever you do, <laughs> okay. let me be taken. I will let yeah, you. Yeah, you be. can be I, taken. Let me tell you, I will let oh you my be because I know that. Let me live my best life. Absolutely. We trust me, we feel you. We were yeah. there. But you know what? What I do call you to pick me up, pick me up in Tel Aviv, take me to Jerusalem, dip me in the Jordan <laughs> River, because God knows I'll need a baptism after what I'm gonna do at Tel Aviv Prime. And then we're gonna put on the Hermes Yamaka and then we'll be all to go. <laughs> we'll be all ready to go. We'll okay. be all ready to go. Girl, you must have lived your best. Yeah. She did. I really did. And, and I was back. so tan. Oh, oh my yeah, god. Was so I was glowing. What was your whole number while you were there? Not high. <laughs> Not high. Not high. Not high. I think you were – you also have to remember, though, what we said earlier, though, is Julie's definitely very much into the, like, typical East Coast Jews. So there were a lot of those. Yeah, I picked the boys that were studying abroad there rather than – Wait, hold on. There. Hold on. But I'll tell you, every single person that we met was like, do not go near any Israeli men. Like, that was, like, their advice. They were like, just, just stay away from them. You mean Israeli them. girls that you met? Anybody. Even, like, the Israeli guys were like, don't go near us. Because the guys are, yeah. That's the first place I'm going to go. It's like a scary <laughs> movie where it's like, bitch, whatever you do, don't go down the hall. Right. Guess what? I'm the first hole down the hall. <laughs> I'm the first bitch like, what's back here? What's back here? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's the same reason why Whitney Houston went to Bobby Brown. Oh, of course. Because everyone told her, do not Don't do go it. to Bobby Brown. The same reason why all these women, Cardi went back to Offset. Yeah. Do not go towards a rapper. It never works out for anybody. Guess what? Chloe in the NBA. Anyone. Anyone. The list goes on. I know, I know. It's on. like a moth to light, totally. You're so right. But you know what? You do the opposite. You're like, oh, don't go after Roger. He does finance. He's boring. <laughs> he has a house in the Hamptons. He's too white for you. I'm like, hi, Roger. Like, <laughs> that's what you got to do. You got to Jedi mind fuck people. Right. It's like he works at Morgan Stanley. Don't even think about 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. 
I had a best friend in high school and in college who had the worst taste in men. Literally the worst taste in men. And I figured out very early that the more you said, oh, no, he's bad for you, terrible for you, she'd fall deeper and deeper in love with him. And the guys that were the bomb, she would just pass up. So I literally Jedi mind fucked her into going on a date with the guy and then Jedi mind fucked her into moving in with the guy oh, wow. and then Jedi mind fucked her into marrying the guy. Even on her wedding day, I was like, girl, you sure you want to do this? <laughs> Meanwhile, I knew in the back of my head, this guy was perfect for her. She literally had her third child and I went to visit her and she was like, I just realized this is all your fault. You literally wow. Jedi mind fucked me into like all three of my children. I'm like, I did. <laughs> and you shouldn't be proud and of it. And I want 10% of your prenup because you have <laughs> That is that's amazing. You I'm, do I'm never letting story. you go. Oh, you are no. staying by my side. I need you to Jedi mind fuck a lot of people for me. <laughs> Girl, look, I'm gonna be by your side until that first man passes me up in Tel Aviv. <laughs> you will lose me quick. I'll be like, yeah, Grom, you're Malika. Meanwhile, I'm like, shoo. Let me tell you something in Tel Aviv. There are outdoor beach, outdoor workout things right on the beach. I would lose you the first time we went to yeah, the beach. you'd lose it. You'd lose your mind. Bitch, you'd lose me in customs. <laughs> let's, be, let's be real. You would lose me in customs. I would literally be like, hey, girls, meet me back here in seven days. I'll meet you guys right at Delta. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, I'm the worst. The, the Evian just like happens to go missing. <laughs> you show up like. <laughs> yes. But I would literally show up back at the airport crispy as fuck. Like EJ Johnson and I. Our good friends. And the first time I ever went to Miami with him, I literally got up to like go back to um, the checkout to get like to get my plane ticket. And the counter, the lady at the counter was like, are you sure you want to get on this flight? And we were both like, yes. <laughs> Once we're on the flight, we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the longest walk to airplane I've ever had in my life. Yeah. No, I I, I, uh, I very much understand where you're coming from. But that'll be us. One. We'll have a triple gurney. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. Oh my God. We would have the so time excited. of our lives. I'm already doing the horror at the wall. Like, I'm so excited. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Yeah, you're gonna, you're, oh. Tel Aviv Tourism, yeah. have us on. We are ready. Yes. What a pitch. My birthright leader is going to be on me like white on rice yeah. now. She's like, I heard you talking about us. I'm like, well, it wasn't really about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, okay, moving on to Cardi B. So Cardi B, this is like a very interesting story. So she just comes out with this video saying that she's trademarking Okur. That's like her thing. I'm not mm. going to do the whole R roll just because. Okur. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Um, because you can't or because you didn't want to? I, think I probably try could. It, I just never please. tried it. I'm a little anxious and I don't want to try <coughs> it. Get in the back of your throat. You think? No, I can't do it. Can, can you roll your R's? She was good. That was real white. You're like. Well, you can't blame her for that. It was super like, it'd be like Celine Dion being like, Okur. <laughs> I don't want to do it. First of all, I just got bullied into doing it. Thank you very much. Don't ever I do it thought again. you were really good. <laughs> no, this wait, bitch is mine? not your friend. This bitch is not your friend. <laughs> She's your hottie Montag. Is, you know what you did. <gasps> this is why How was mine, though, more importantly? It was Yours good. Was oh, you did shit. I've been practicing. Before. You did it a black guy <laughs> before. I wish. I'm going for the FBI. <laughs> yeah. I'm pulling a Chloe in like yes, 10 minutes. Do it. <laughs> Um, so she comes out with this video in very Cardi style, basically saying, like, what do you bitches thought that I was just going to do this and I wasn't going to profit off of it? Only thing is that there was some controversy because apparently she – two things. One, does she have the right to trademark something that she didn't make up? Apparently there's this other woman whose name I don't have. I think um, Cardi knows she didn't make it up. She just popularized it. Yeah, but I, I – I mean, we don't know. We're not – we haven't spoken to her lawyers, obviously. But apparently there's some, like, major legal issues here with that other woman. I don't know what's going on. Do you have any insight? Here's the problem. I love the other woman for being like, it was me who did it. The gays have been saying, okay, with a roll, for years. 
decades. Right. So before anyone tries to get yes and I was just going to say yes and living, the gays have been doing it forever. Right. It's just really funny that now people are like, oh my god, Cardi B did it, and now we know it. Yes, she did make it popular. She did bring it to the forefront. You know, she was doing it on Instagram way before she was even right. in love and hip hop. So I do get where she's coming from. But if we're talking about where it came from, that ballroom scene's been around for longer right, right. than any of us has been alive. Right. And right. those, I mean, telling you right now, if this goes to court, there are going to be a lot of queens <laughs> in a class action lawsuit. The Supreme Court is going to look like RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> because all these queens are going to come out the closet. There'll be more wigs than Beyonce's closet in there. I'm telling you. Oh my we God. We are going to whatever hearing that, that is because that Lawson. sounds like the best fucking day of my life. Imagine what a day. Oh. Cardi, the case, Lori Laughlin. Like this is at the Supreme Court. Oh my God. I am telling you right now. A lot of people, when you hear these women say like little fishy things or, you know, it's very, it's gay lingo. It's the queen's language. Oh, yeah. We have been saying it for years. They just have hair and makeup artists that say it around them, right. and then they pick it up. That's like an Erica Jane type situation, It's like right? an Erica yeah. Jane situation, yeah. but she is not trying to hide no, where she, she gets it, it from. Oh, she my God, yeah. It. She's like, the queens have given it to me. Totally. Tony Braxton, Tamar Braxton, they got that all from queens. Yeah. We've been doing it for years. Yeah. You guys just have never heard it because hair and makeup was always, you know, on set or you know, here and right. there. But now that hair and makeup's like a big thing, right. it's our so culture is starting to bleed into you guys' culture, which is phenomenal. Amazing. amazing. It's amazing. It's the best oh thing. It's literally the best thing that no, ever happened No, it is. It livens us up so much, I feel like. Yeah. It's the best thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, when you ain't got nothing to say to anybody, just give them a yes. Right. And no it's also like... Look, this guy's smiling. <laughs> didn't even know. Like, I didn't say nothing. I was just like, yes. <laughs> and this guy like lit the fuck up. <laughs> He's been sleeping in the corner the whole time. <laughs> Exactly. And also, like, thank you for letting us use it. You know what I mean? 100%. You guys can use it all the time. We love it. It's fucking amazing. We love it. Just give us a little... Just give us Credit. a little oh, A little Credit. footnote. Oh, yeah. 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 When oh, you gosh. make $14 million off of it, throw one point four to the Trevor Project. <laughs> give about 400000 to the Human Rights Council. You know, throw Glad some cash. <laughs> you should have to write a check to Glad every time you say yes. Yeah. If you make cash off of... Oh, or yas or living like slay. I wish a bitch would try. I love Beyonce <laughs> to death. She wouldn't even do it. Right. But she knows. She knows. She knows. She knows. Because let me tell you, if she thought she couldn't, she wanted to. She, she would have done it. it. <laughs> but she knows the queens would come for it. I don't mind if you're gonna make money off of it. Do your thing because somebody should. Just throw some money towards us back into our community, back into our streets, so that the queens can thrive. Because you know what. We ain't got time to trademark shit. We're fighting bigger things. Yes. Like gay youth homelessness and AIDS and HIV research. We ain't got time to pay money at a courtroom. We're just trying to fight for ourselves in this equality situation. Absolutely. So again, Cardi, Human Rights, HRC, Trevor Project, Trevor Project, Glad, <laughs> Trevor Project. Uh, amazing. It's a cause we can all get behind. Right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. White guy just lit up again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dying. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, let's quickly touch on another thing that we didn't even have time to add to the outline because it happened so quick. The Spice Girls thing. Fuck yes. Yeah, okay, so what, what, Julie, want to lead us in? <laughs> the story broke that Mel B, who did she even say it to? I'm Pierce not, Morgan, I Pierce thought. Morgan, right? Yeah. I don't, I wasn't looking at the thing in front of me. It's said it to Pierce Morgan that she and Ginger Spice had sex while the Spice Girls were together. And then apparently it was such a thing because like Ginger Spice and her husband were not happy that she said it. By the way, 
what happens on the road stays on the road. That's why Lance Bass hadn't said shit about what really happened. You know some dirty <laughs> things went down on that NSYNC road trip. Obviously. You know what I mean? Like, you're like sisters. Like, of course, you were, you know, 18, 19 when you guys were on the road. Of course, you're going to experiment. Of course. And you know what? After I heard about all the Mel B shit, you know she's freaky deaky. Oh, yeah. You know oh, she can glamour yeah. you into anything. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't surprised. No, not at all. I, it was just like a crazy revelation. Yeah. For sure. But I also of like the mentality, like, if we have a pack that we're not going to say anything about our situation, I won't say it until you die. Yeah. Like, yeah. I will wait till 90 years old and I'll be like, guess what? I slept with him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But like, you shouldn't say it if you had a pact. I just don't think, I completely agree with you. I also just think in general, like, whether or not there's a pact or not, I think that anytime you, it's one thing, whatever you want to divulge about yourself, but the second that what you say not only could affect that person, but could affect their family, like, if the husband, if that's going to cause marital problems between her and her, or whatever the thing is, like, it's just not at her, I didn't, it's on her place to say it is all Yeah, no, Melby knew she fucked up right away. As soon as that interview was over, they were like, yeah, and then she called, and she was like, I did something you're not going to be happy I about. messed it up. <laughs> yeah. But I, it, you know what, I also have to say, and I think, Mel B is so sexually open and freeing. Which is amazing. Like, which is amazing. So you forget that other people don't think the way you do. Totally. And I, I have to say this with my gay friends all the time. Like, we're going into, like, I'm from South Louisiana. So when I bring my gay friends into South Louisiana, I'm like, so everyone here doesn't think like you. Yeah. And sometimes you forget that because you're so used to living your life out loud the way you want to. Totally. And all of Mel B's skeletons are out there, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even oh, Belafonte yeah. drug her shit in the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. He took the laundry and aired it out, totally. put it back in yeah. and aired it out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the nanny came out for her ass and yeah. then it was in court documents. Like, so we know you freaky deaky, Mel B. Yeah. So she just is like, I don't give a shit. No, I know. Which which honestly is amazing. I just and also I want to just go on record. By no means do I think she had any malicious intent. I literally think she just kind of forgot how big the deal that would be. You she notoriously has a big mouth. Yeah, it's not notoriously totally. one hundred. Yeah. Um, I still can't believe she slept with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I wouldn't have did it. Eddie Murphy's like me. Anything with Mel B. Like I just I find her to be one of the most like fascinating people. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Let me tell you something about it, especially. There are very, very, very few sex tapes she will pass up. Yeah. She's like, the other day we're saying, she's like, you watched Daniel Stubbs' sex tape yet? <laughs> oh, you did not go there. <laughs> you did not go there. Have you not seen it? Danielle Stubbs? I've seen everything. I do not want to see that. Don't. <laughs> I bet you it's terrible. You know who's the best one? Oh my God, E's going to kill me. Well, we can cut it out. No, you can keep it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good lashing. Colin Farrell? I haven't seen it. Wait, how do I undo this mic? No, we'll just call Colin it. Farrell? No, no, you keep this. <laughs> you, everyone at home, Colin Farrell. It was everything. It was so epic. And it was so, like, why are you in a one-bedroom apartment in the middle of the valley? First and foremost, you're Colin Farrell. Second off, there's, like, a cat running around. Like, I know there's cat hairs everywhere. Like, oh, there's, like, a, a Persian, like, there's, like, a cat running around. And third, the partner of his was also very sexually charged. So it was like two magnets exploding on one another. It was crazy. I don't think Pornhub has the whole thing. I see <laughs> I see only two minutes and 15 seconds. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> they probably gave you the best oh, part. 13, 16. <laughs> Thank God they have Wi-Fi in the place to tell me. Girl, oh I am telling you. Holy fuck. I cannot wait. Those of you here, That's if you're amazing. listening, you heard it. You're going to um, die. We're going to die. I have it's a pulled up right here. It's, it's a good TV TV. <laughs> 
Right before our award ceremony, we want to just tell you guys about Brewmate. So the mission of Brewmate is to create the perfect drinking experience by ensuring that every sip of your favorite adult beverage is just as refreshing as the first, no matter where life takes you. Basically, their diverse product line ensures a perfect match for everyone. So they have insulated coolers, slim and craft cans, unbreakable nosing glasses, insulated canteens that keep a full bottle of wine at the perfect temperature for over 24 hours. It's like a very necessary accessory if you are going to be drinking specifically in the summer. Um... The cool thing about this is that it's fashion combined with function, as they like to see. So there's no more boring drinkware. So unlike other brands that only cater to the outdoorsman or outdoor fanatic, Brewmate has a stylish solution for everyone. I'm not making this up. They arrived in my house. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous yeah. marble. No joke. It was like a gorgeous. We got two. I got one that was silver and purple. They were both like marbly. I mean, my dad was so excited. I know every time we say this because our parents are so excited when this stuff arrives. And he's like, what's this? I was like, you can fit a whole bottle of wine. No lie. Like, I'm not a big drinker, this, whatever, but it's an amazing gift and it's an amazing thing for someone who is a big drinker. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, listen, people are sick and tired of hauling around ice and being limited by, like, glass-free zones, which I totally get when you're at the pool. A lot oh, yeah. of public pools, you can't bring glass, and people don't want to have plastic. It's a whole thing. Um, so the products are all glass-free zone friendly, and they don't require any ice to keep your beverages at the perfect temperature. You can pour it. You can put it in your bag. You can go wherever you'd like without lugging it around this, like, very inconvenient heavy cooler. It's literally what it looks like is the, the one that we're talking about, the wine one. It looks exactly like a bottle of wine, but it's just an insulated, like, cooler, bottle, yeah. cool, like, bottle for your wine. It's a really cool thing. They have a lot of other accessories um, that come with it. But if you're if you're into this stuff, it's, it's really good. They also work with hot or cold beverages. So it's great for keeping the alcohol cold, but it's also amazing at keeping things warm as well. So you can use it for coffee or tea in the mornings. Um, and you can end the night with the cold on whatever you want. So right now, we're happy to tell you that Brewmate is giving our listeners a special discount of 15% off your first order when you go to www.brewmate.com and use our code CELEBS. That's 15% off when you use our code CELEBS at brewmate.com, B-R-U-M-A-T-E.com. Don't let summer heat ruin your drink. Just go to brewmate.com and beat the heat this summer. Again, you can get 15% off your order by using our code CELEBS at brewmate.com. That's B-R-U-M-A-T-E.com, code CELEBS. I feel like makeup in general, and specifically a daily makeup routine, is so personal and that we've all kind of gotten down to a science, what works for us, what we need before we leave the house. Like, where do we feel our most comfortable? And for me on a daily basis, I wear really, really minimal makeup. I actually think I feel the most comfortable with the least amount of makeup, but my two Holy Grail products always have been, I think always will be are mascara and lip gloss, maybe a little highlight on the inner corner if I'm feeling crazy. But honestly, whether you are fresh face, full glam, wherever you fall, you have probably seen Thrive Cosmetics viral tubing mascara. It's the one in that turquoise tube that you see all over social media. So Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. They have a lot of great products, but the one I want to focus on is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. First of all, it lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking, which I'm telling you right now, I have a zero-tolerance policy for flaking with my mascara. Like, I'm just not trying to put you on my lashes if you're going to flake. And They have a flake-free tubing formula that dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. So it kind of looks like lash extensions without the damaging glue or salon prices. Also, super easy removal, slides right off with warm water and a washcloth, no soap required. And it has nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's just like very much worth the hype. I had seen it a lot. And once I tried it, I was like, oh, okay, this is why I see it everywhere. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash CBC. 
That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash CBC for 20% off your first order. Okay, we are transitioning now to our award ceremony. This is a part of the episode where we crown the funniest comment and the best clapback of the week. Just because this week is so content heavy, of course, there are some major other content things here, which I will get into, but we're going to start to keep it easy with the funniest. Um, so we had two nominees here. First was David Spade. So Kate Beckinsale posted a video of with a baby tiger, tiger or jaguar. I didn't really know what this, it was some, some sort of. <laughs> you notice I put tiger, jaguar in parentheses. Julie wrote this part of the outline. She writes, Kate Beckinsale posted a video with a baby t- tiger in parentheses, jaguar, question mark, question mark. <laughs> um, and David Spade comments, you like them young. And then now don't fight back and roast me. Just quietly stew and take the hit, which she responded like, no way, grandpa, or something funny. Ooh, it was a funny one. That's a good one. Also, just to be noted, Kate Beckinsale deleted every single post off of her Instagram. Just the, saying. The Pete Davidson effect. Yeah, of course. Um, da- By the way, have you seen that video? No. The gray sweatpants? Oh. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, not a sex Wait, just to clarify, he did not have a sex tape. He didn't have a sex tape, but the gray sweatpants. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, this is all we talk about. I almost left Julie, this Julie fucking almost studio. Left she's, I almost just— She's a thing. Yeah, I love Pete Davidson. It threw every, yeah. everything I knew about my life and my attraction to men threw me off. I didn't know because I wasn't attracted to Pete Davidson, but then when the— Gray sweatpants video came out. It it really just it warped my world. Yeah, I really I understand. We're like nodding. We were talking about Pete Davidson today, and and Emma's like that meme that's like if a guy's over six foot, it doesn't. He could he could like not have a nose, and she'd be like, he is so hot. (laughs) So she's like, how tall is Pete Davidson? I was like, short, short, very short. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird? Yeah, a man can be like a four, but he's six two, and you're like, yeah, over six two. I'm just like, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. I don't know. Um, option number two was Zach Braff. So Kristen Bell posted a photo of her and her husband, Dak Shepard. It was on, they were on the cover of People. And Zach Braff comments, at Kristen Bell, we look cute here. Playing on the joke that literally everyone thinks he looks like Dak Shepard, and I totally see it. Yes. It's very uh, – this is one of those jokes that you and I, I don't know if everybody else feels in it. We feel like this is one that they've kept going for so long that we love keeping it going. Like anytime yeah. Zach Braff comments, we're like, fuck it. We're going to post it. We love this joke. We have certain things like that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally, I'm voting totally. for um, David Spade. Us too. Interesting. David Spade does not give two fucks about anything. And he will say what he wants to say on Instagram. And he always trolls. He, he's amazing. He's killing it recently. Fuck it. We'll give it to David Spade. David, David Spade you got it. it. Congratulations. Congratulations, David Spade. You are the recipient for this week's funniest comment. Mm-hmm. Um, best clapback. I literally don't even have one written down. We had to print out the pictures because there were so many changes. And I'm going to explain to everybody what happened. I know most of you are expecting me to say Jonathan Van Ness. And I was going to, and then I will explain why not. So let me break it down. Bravo Watch What Happens Live posted a picture or a video of Jonathan on the show. Sky comments, this side part is the ugliest effing thing I've ever seen, except for the mustache. This clown's a mess. And he responds, Jonathan responds, I think you're really going through it, hun, and that must be hard. Someday when you start walking carpets and doing photo shoots outside your bedroom, let me know how you deal with the pressure. So let me just start by saying, we saw this, we're like, fuck yes, posted and amazing. And we were going to give him clapback of the week, like we already told Cadence, write him down, whatever. Then it was brought to our attention that the guy, he apparently is like some up-and-coming makeup artist, and he something to do with Bravo. I don't really know exactly what it is. And he posts, one, an entire um, post apologizing to Jonathan, saying that he was disgusted in his actions. He was trying to make a joke. He tagged us in the caption. He then posted an entire Instagram story, like seven different stories. And I, li- I watched the whole thing, and honest to God, it was like a sincere apology. He was He was like, I was trying to make a joke. I don't know where it came from. I— He's like, I don't even care about the backlash. I just want Jonathan to know. Here's my thing on it. 
Do I think it's disgusting that he said that? Absolutely. Do I also think everybody makes mistakes, I guess. And the reason that we are not, I'm genuinely, the reason we're not giving him best clapback is because when we award someone with an award like this, we then post it on our story. And we have 1.1 million followers. This guy already apologized. I just feel like it's bad karma to perpetuate it. Like, I get it. For sure. That was sincere. It was fucked up, but it was sincere and I don't want to continue it. My rule for making a joke on Instagram is if you wouldn't say it in that person's face in public and they wouldn't and they wouldn't get it, then you shouldn't post it. Yep. Exactly. And that's always my thing. Exactly. Especially in this day and age. Especially in this day and age. Because by the way, and I've learned this lesson very hard, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what a celebrity is going through. No. They could be having a bad day. He could have had alopecia that day. There could have been like, a, you know, anything. We you just no don't idea. know. Did you see though that the gay community really came for him because this guy is gay and they were like, you, how are you not standing with, it was like a huge, huge thing. Oh, no, no, no. By the way, when the queens get information, we can change the world. Y'all saw what happened with Prop 8, honey. We, when you put us all together to change one thing, we are not having someone take down our own brother. But he's gay. That's the thing. That's what he's saying, yeah. Whenever you're like one of, like, the straight people come, we're like, whatever, girl, you have your own issues. But when it's a gay man against another gay man, when it's not a joke, we are ready. Oh, my God. It was, it was, and it it was unbelievable, really. People, I mean, everyone just banded behind it. And- I think I, I we talk about this sometimes. I think Jonathan Van Ness is one of those celebrities that people feel gay, straight, whatever, feel like a, a um, not only a connection to him, but like a defense, a defensiveness of him. 100. And because he has been so unbelievably open and so himself unapologetically, and like we celebrate that and we applaud that and applaud his positivity and his intelligence and everything. And when someone comes for him, it's like, listen, don't try it. Not yeah. yeah, not him. Not, Anyone him. not him. today. Off limits. Right. Um, not today, Susan. Not to- exactly. It's like when someone tries to come for E.J. Johnson, I'm like, bitch, you try it. Exactly. Because by the way, I am terrible. He is going to eat you alive. He is one of the smartest people ever. And the clapbacks are so crisp. Oh, he is. And oh, my well God, written. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, I, I know. loved him from the rich kids days. I always will. I think that, I think he slays. He is Everything. Everything. I mean, that's the whole. Listen, Dorothy is like my spirit animal. I don't even want it. We, we, we're going to run out of time. Um, okay, second option for a clapback of the week, which I'm going to award it because of the reasons I just described. Ariana Grande posts a picture of a dog, and someone writes, You literally posted more than 40 pics in less than a week. And she responds, Please unfollow me. Oh my God, I'm begging. I have a terrifying amount of followers. Please. <laughs> it's kind of like a funny. Can I tell you that I think she was being 100% serious when she said, Please unfollow <laughs> me? Because if you know Ariana Grande and like you've seen the way she interacts online, like she nothing's ever happened to her big where she's been like, yeah, this is so deserving. She's like, please stop letting this happen to me. I don't deserve this. So like, right? I think she was genuinely being like, it is stupid that I have 149 million followers. <laughs> I need to get rid of you because I'm not deserving. I, I genuinely think she was like being funny and sincere. She was like, good night. <laughs> yeah, I love her. I that love ponytail. Her oh, I mean, she love just kills her. It. She Everything is wearing my college tuition in her hair. Oh, for, forget about it. We live for her. Honey, that weave came out of Narnia. It's good. Oh, it's yeah, so it's good. good. Somebody went in a wardrobe, fought a witch, and a lion for that shit, okay? <laughs> it is unbelievable. That that came from Aslan, honey. I don't know where. I don't know how she and Beyonce get this untouched weave. They must go harvest that hair in Russia themselves. Oh. Because <laughs> it's good. And it's like thick. And it's wavy. It's good. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it, it's unbelievable. Because I've seen some bad weaves on TV. As, as we all have. She, uh, you know, she's a great team behind mm-hmm. her. I've been following her makeup guy forever. And... They're just continually amazing. And Mario also occasionally works yeah. with her. Yeah. 
Um, so congratulations, Ariana Grande. You are this week's recipient for Best Clapback of the Week. And not to sh- – listen, it was epic. Was Jonathan's better? Yeah. But because of our, my morality and I just feel a little bit bad for the guy after he apologized, we're not going to do it. Um, okay. I like, just never want you to leave. I'm going to come um, back every month. Like literally whenever. I told you I'm not letting you leave. Let's- I'm coming back every month. And then we're going to go to Israel. Oh. Don't even, don't even tell me. Quickly, I think that we owe it to you guys. Obviously, don't you know that on Thursday we're gonna have our whole Kardashian bonus show? But I, we need to touch on a couple quick things. Um, one, yes, we saw for everybody that was DMing us. Yes, we saw Kim and Kanye's Yeezy Lemonade stand. Yes, we were fucking dying that we weren't there. I would have pulled up so quick and handing me. Oh. Don't even. Did you read the article that I sent you that that guy wrote? No. This guy who who was there wrote an article. He was the one that took all of the like really good pictures because he he's a photographer, I guess, and wrote an article about like. How Daddy became my favorite form of Kanye. Yeah. And it was, he was like, it was unbelievable to watch. He was like, he was like, they were just so normal. Like they they were handing out Yeezys and and they were like telling people, oh, this box is good. North like decorated it. And North was so happy, like oh giving God. it. It was adorable. They're cute. They're cute. I love watching them. I love watching all their kids together. They're great. Um, second, just we said it earlier, but Jordan Woods, yes, to also everybody that was sending us the pictures. Yes, she is seemingly thriving and we're happy for her. Uh, you know? For now, but for now, you never know what's going to happen when that episode that episode's going to drop, and they're going to drop something like like the Kim Taylor voicemail. I'm telling you, there's more to the story. But you remember when we were like, okay, we're finally okay with Tristan, and then six yeah. months later, the episode came out, and we were like, fuck him. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I know. Let me tell that's, you something. I was never okay with Tristan. Yeah, that's true. We never. But talk about fine. You think he's fine? Oh, I'm yeah. I'm talk offline. I think, yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk we offline. Will. We will. So you don't from think a looks so? perspective. Um, you know what? Like, take it. Okay. Think back to watching the show before you knew anything was wrong with him. Like, he was just like. You know what it was? He was fine because he looked like a man. But then when he opened his mouth, you were like, oh, you're a child. Complete. You're still so petty and so whatever. I need a man yeah. to be a man. I'm yeah. saying like a uh, just I, imagine like him with like a D Wade personality or something like that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking solely from a looks perspective. I could get behind it. I mean, or in front of it. But I also <laughs> don't like my man to be that fine. Like I like to find a diamond in the rough and then dress him up when I need to dress him yeah. up and get his hair cut the way I need to get his hair cut right. when I need to take photos. But then the minute you go out in public, I want you to look like you came out of like, right. you know, like out of Lord of the Rings. Right. Like, because <laughs> I don't want no bitch checking for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. you shouldn't be a snack, honey. Yes. You should be like a vegan cracker that some people <laughs> just want when they need sustenance. Like, that's what I need. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Way to I can't, it. yeah, I can't have my husband looking like a snack. Right. It's like, if I was married to... Like David Beckham, if I was Victoria Beckham, I'd be on my pins like pins and needles all the time. I'd be following his ass. I'd have a tracker on him. Oh, beyond, beyond. Yeah, yeah. You're no, so that's right. a great point. Actually, couldn't do it. Um, and also just a Kylie and Travis update for everyone curious. You know that Julie and I have inc- denied this since the beginning. We don't believe any of the cheating allegations. I think that absolutely not. But um, they were out to dinner together, and apparently they're taking a vacation to try to mend things. He did an Insta story of her with the queen emoji. He also commented on her picture with the hard eyes, which, as you know, 2019 is the official confirmation that everything is good. And I just felt great about them, and I love them, and I have nothing else to say on it either than we root for them. Do you? I love them. Yeah. Love she's them. fine. And yeah. I think he is becoming more of a man because of her. Like, she's such a boss that he's trying to level up with her, which is going to be hard to do, but it's a great ladder to climb. Oh, beyond. Oh, my God. Beyond. I think that— they both, in different ways, kind of bring each other up. Mm-hmm. We're, we're big fans of them together. For sure. She's the bomb. Um, guys, that is, 
I, first of all, I'm so proud of us that we got I'm through tra- everything. Oh my god! I, I know. Are, there, are you thinking there are other things that we forgot? No, it's I'm not sure. that we forgot. It's just I don't want it to end, so I'm trying to come up with things know, to like make the episode longer. For By the way, I'm like texting Johnny Drubel, who owns this travel group called Travel Well. <laughs> so I'm like, can you book us to Israel? <laughs> like, comments by celebs and I are going to Israel. Oh, we're there. He'll come book on, us. Come on, Johnny. we're going. Let's do it. He is 100%. the best. There's Literally. nothing I want to happen more in the whole world. Yeah, we have family there. We could come on. Then for me to get lost in Israel. Yeah. I would come back with the. I would have better stories coming back with you than when I was abroad. Absolutely. And I'd be like, oh my God, my name is Haim now. <laughs> you want to fucking lose it for Purim? Get this. Me and my friends went to Jerusalem for Purim when I was abroad, dressed as North and Penelope in, in the tutus. Good you would have night. literally. Good night. You would have lost it. By the way, the it. fact that I know what Purim is is kind of scary. <laughs> well, listen, you you had, you said Karpas before, so I figured <laughs> Purim was pretty on the Honey. table. <laughs> She looked. I love a good Passover, but if I find a hot Israeli, he will not pass over this. <laughs> Gonna pass right up in there. Like yes. Oh my god. Um, guys. Anyway, Justin Sylvester from Daily Pop. He's also the co-host and host of E News. Just the sip. You can catch him on the Daily Pop weekdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time on E. And Let follow me, my ass on Instagram. At the Lady Sitter. He is amazing. I have to tell you honestly. About two trips ago, we were in LA and we went to the E offices. And Daily Pop was filming, and and one of the women that we were going to meet allowed us to come in and see it, which has been really cool for us because we watch you all the time. And I will not forget, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We walked in and we saw them. You're doing your thing. Amazing, killing it. And we walked out and I said to Julie, I was like, that guy is going to be a star <gasps> because you have, and I'm not just saying this, no bullshit. Like, honest to God, you have this enthusiasm and not only are you hysterical, but I think your energy is so contagious that, yeah, for us in this room, we can feel it. But I'm telling you, everybody listening, I already know the feedback we're going to get is like, this guy kills it. And you really do. We are so honored that you are here. And thank you for just being the best. Your mouth to Moses' ear. Okay? <laughs> he better part that Red Sea. And I don't care about being famous. I just want to be rich. Absolutely. No, Amen I love you guys. I listen to you all the time. And I love what you guys are doing. I love when the young girls kill it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm jelly being that you are 26. <laughs> 24. 20, yeah. no. 22. <laughs> no. No. It kills me. It kills me that you guys are so unbelievable. This is amazing. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We love you. 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 Love you. We have to end with our one question that we ask every guest, which is, if you had to nominate one uh, other celebrity guest to have on, who would it be? My celebrity guest that I would say you guys have to have on, oh, that's a good question. Um, Have you had Lala Kent? No, we haven't. Okay. Gotta get her. You need to get her. Okay. And bring up every celebrity sex tape and pin it on the wall and go from one to oh, we'll ten. Discuss it. Discuss it. Amazing. She is so real and so raw, and she's unapologetic and she's unafraid to be real. I think you guys would Amazing. love her. I think we Amazing. would too. And also, if you happen to be talking about it with Kyle Richards, we'd also love to get her on too. <laughs> she is the best. When she's are you guys back in LA? Soon. Oh, you know what? The Real Housewives is about to get real heated. She always comes on at least three to four times a season, so she's only done it once. You guys have a good shot. She will be back here, and I will tell her. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Thank you. We love you. Thank you, guys. guys. Again, remember, Daily Pop, he is the best. And Colin Farrell. Let's talk about something near and dear to our hearts, our furry companions. Life is full of unexpected twists, just like the ones we love to uncover about our favorite celebs. But sometimes those twists involve our four-legged friends. Imagine navigating the unpredictable world of pet parenthood, where every day is a new adventure. Our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, wants to share a message to help make sure you're prepared for any unexpected curveballs, whether it's a sudden illness or an unplanned trip to the vet. 
Spot Pet Insurance can be your secret weapon against the unexpected. With Spot, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, helping you with those surprising expenses that seem to pop up when you least expect them. But wait, there's more. Spot Pet Insurance plans go beyond just offering coverage for accidents and illnesses. You can enhance your plan with their preventive care benefit, ensuring that routine wellness, vaccines, and more can be covered too. Head over to spotpet.com today to get a quote instantly. Trust us, it's the easiest thing you'll do to help secure the well-being of your dog or cat. Visit www.spotpet.com today. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample hyphen policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC.